Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm Ifiolua Abigundi. To the most high God, behold the praise, honor, and adoration for granting you and I the privilege to come again learning at his feet and to the glory of God. February 25, 2024 is another Sunday. And do not forget Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. And the topic we have for Sunday is waiting and trusting. That is taken from the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 1 to 5. I mean, our lesson scripture is from Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 1 to 5, repeated. Yes, uh, the lesson is clearly bringing to us uh, a need for us to clearly have an understanding of steps to take while awaiting God's intervention and at the end of the day the importance of documentation and what also becomes our disposition to moment that we feel that God is silent or God is yet to rise in response to some prayers we have prayed or some things that we expect him to do to time. So I pray that as the lesson come we'll be blessed mightily in the name of Jesus. Amen. I know also that it is not strange, like it's humanly for you or for anyone out there to start to take a thought on his or life and began to consider that why is it that others, I mean people around him or her, are definitely enjoying a smooth journey of life. And it seems as if he or she at the time is being faced with some circumstances that definitely is not the kind that people around him are facing the time. The obvious truth is that everyone surely has a waiting time and everyone surely has what we call uh, uh, a time for situations that will warrant waiting. It depends on how it comes to us and when it will be or what would be. But in most cases, the Lord is bringing his word to you and I to understand that even while some of us, which I don't know how it is right now with you, but the reality is that there may be time where we feel that even while we knock on the door of God, knocking, requesting, asking, and it seems as if, yes, they said when we call on him, he will answer. Why has he not answered to shift this matter off or why has he not answer you know to take this problem off or why has he been overlooking it just looks seems as if god is just looking to see that to see that things continue to get worse and i know this might be a question already rolling in many people's hearts especially about our country to time about your challenge about your situation whatever you have been faced with individually but then god is saying that you have something to pick today from God's, you know, the disposition of Habakkuk and God's response to him. And this is leading us quickly to our golden text, which is from the book of Habakkuk chapter 2, where the lesson is taken from verse 3. It reads, For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the hand and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are grateful for your word that is coming to time and is coming to bless us. 
Thank you because this is just the best and will always be the best time for everyone listening now to receive from you. Father, we ask that you will cause our heart to be receptive to your word and grant us grace to behold you always as our anchor in Jesus' name. Amen. Now the lesson comes in two parts, and the first part of the lesson is Habakkuk's resolution and God's response. Please read the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. What becomes Habakkuk's resolution? In summary, he was bent on waiting on the Lord to hear from God and to know what God will say. He just wanted to know what God will say at the time, but he did it in such a way. He was resolute in some in some manner, and it's clearly indicating to us, indicated to us even from where we're reading. I beg your pardon. And the first that he did, or how he became resolute, was that he was ready to stand at his watch like a guard. He was expecting to receive, you know, response from a commander. You know, like receiving a command that do this, do that, or turn this way, or turn that way. He was resolute to stand at his watch, to just be where he's supposed to be. And he knows that even possibly at a usual level, this is a, a moment or a place where he normally receives from God. And then again, he decided to station himself at, you know, at the Torah, on the Torah, and his expectation was to know what God will say. He was not just there to just station, to just stand, to just take watch. He was not just doing that to time. He climbed up, he, he stood at, at its guard post, and he was waiting. He was waiting to do what? To receive from God, to hear what God will say. And definitely God had always hacking to the voice of his own children. And what was God's response to him? And what God decided to do was clearly indicated. God, what God was expecting from him was, was an action for him to perform. And that is in verse 2. God said to him to write down the revelation and make it plain. He also makes a, a clear expression as well in verse 3. And he's trying to also make clear to him that his plans are also for an appointed time. It may seem delay. But surely it will come to pass. And this was just what God had to say to him to time. And I know you begin to wonder, was this exactly what he wanted to receive from God? Possibly this wasn't what he was expecting. He might have been expecting God to respond to all his yearning and all that he has been complaining about. Clearly enough, not just as a complaint, but the reality to time. And I don't know what it is that is obtainable even to our own life right now as a matter. Or to the world around us, to the country where we find ourselves. In the time for Habakkuk, it was a time when injustice was abandoned. It was a time when a lot of things were not just right. And even the people were in exile to time. And then it seems as if the whole world of the wicked were just flourishing and the righteous are just being abandoned to face the the heavy weight of the burden coming from the wicked. And all a pointer to wickedness. And this is a man, this is a prophet to time, requesting that God should rise and avenge for his own children. 
And I don't know also what you've been praying also to God for, to rise, to respond to, to roll away, to, you know, to, to attend to. And it seems as if God has been silent. This is the best that God is giving in response to Habakkuk. And I think what you also need to hear to time. It is not about what we want to hear. It is about what God really wants to say to us that matters. And that is one thing we must understand that our way can never be God's way. And God's way is not our way. But one thing that we must be able to hold on to is the fact that God does not forsake his own. And neither will he withdraw his love from his children. God is constantly with his own. And in the midst of whatever we are faced with through time, the pain, the agony, the injustice, whatever, the vices around the world that makes it look as if, oh, what is the world turning on into? God is there. He sees it all. He knows it all. And he has the best response to give to time. And this is one thing that we all must pick from here. And certainly as well, God in fulfillment of his promises expects that there's some things to be done. And here clearly God is bringing some things to concern for Habakkuk. God is giving a need for him to write out the vision, write it down, to write the vision down. I don't know what God also might need of you to time. Even at this, the, this point of waiting, waiting to hear God, waiting to, you know, to, to, to receive something from God. And God is saying, okay, this is it. I need you to still just pay attention to what I'm about to say. And as, I'm, as you are paying attention, document it. And why is it necessary to document? Why the need for documentation? Clearly from this, we can also pick up all of this. The number one reason is for authentication of the promise. God is saying it so that they could understand that he's not just a man that is saying something that he will turn back later and say, I did not say it. Write it down. It's a proof. Write it down. Authenticate it by writing. For remembrance, in case it seems like, okay, it's tired, it's lingering beyond the expected, you know, human view of time. And it seems God is not answering to that time. Or it seems as if for you personally, you are about to forget a part to all that he has said. Write it so that you can remember. You can turn back to it. And also for clearer understanding and reinforcement. This also might be necessary for why God is saying the vision should be written down. And again, for reference points, after all that might have been done and all done and all said and done, God is also expecting that those who will carry this vision with time will be able to have something to hold on to. It will be boldly written and those who will be running can view and see. Yeah, the, 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 the experience to time with us is also something that be, will become a strength for someone with time. And if our experience is not something God has helped us to be able to, you know, carry the way he wants us to carry, have it documented down, have it, you know, a, 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 an experience that we don't fail out in the process then it will become something that will be a reference for others to also tap from as grace. And I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. So in summary, this part is, is just making us to understand that 
God always responds to his children. Even when it seems to time that he's silent, when it seems to time that I, I can't hear, or oh, is he not seeing? No, he sees it all. He knows it all. And he does not forget his own. Rather, God most time when he looks as if he's not coming as quick as we want of him or responding as we want him or in the manner we want him. God is using those means and period to teach us some important lesson. And the lesson is waiting and trusting in him for solution. Nowhere, no other place, nowhere else you can go. There is no other place you can because there is no other person that can save, that can deliver, except him. And the more we are resolute also to wait on his promises and surely rely that whatever he has planned to do, he will fulfill, the better our life will be and it's rewarding to wait on the Lord. I pray that the Lord will grant us the understanding of this reality and grace will be given to us many waiting on the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. The second part of the lesson is evil and righteousness described. And that is from the same book of Habakkuk chapter 2. But then read from verse 4 to 5. And here God is bringing to us. Also, based on his response that he has been bringing up in the first part, he continues here. And he decided to review here the comparison between the wicked and the righteous. And from verse 4, we see clearly for... The wicked, there is a clear indication that the wicked who are proud will ultimately fail. They will fail. There is a falling that will come upon them in such a way that no matter how it seems as if, oh, this thing supposed not to be and is happening. And why God, why are you silent about it? Why are these vices continuing in our country? Why is everyone this way? Why are people this way? Why are you slow to judgment? God is saying, they will ultimately fail. They've been puffed up with pride. And God is saying, I detest pride. Definitely, they will fall. They will fail. And This is what God is bringing here. The enemy also to you, I don't know what it is, that is puffing up and has been filled with pride around your life to time. It may not be things we see around the world with vices as, as, as I've mentioned earlier. But then it might actually be an enemy daring you face as trying to make himself more powerful than, the, than your God. God is saying that he will definitely overcome it for you. And as well, the challenge to time, whatever it is, tag for, for it to wait in. God is saying that it will surely turn off because he will roll it away. He will grant a victory. That will prove that nothing that is not of the Lord will flourish. And uh, for the righteous, the, the Lord is saying they shall live because they have been upright. Because they've been faithful in their working with God. And God is saying that he will reward them for their faithfulness. And that is it. This becomes a strength to you and I. That whatever it is to time, in the present world we find ourselves to the challenge we have faced with personally, God is saying, just maintain, stay with me. If you can be with me, if you don't compromise, if you don't waver in your faith, he will surely come true to help. And we will see the result. What does the Lord have more to say for the greedy, for the wicked? He says they are greedy, 
they are arrogant and they are unsatisfied. And they are like, you know, the, the reflection of the word of God has given us clearly what the wicked are in their hand. They are just like a grass that is passing away. It has a passing face. And before you know it, in the evening, it withers away. But God is saying for the future of the righteous is a secured one, is an assured one. Right here on earth and even in the world, in the, in, the, in the world to come. And now God is saying in eternity as well, his own children has a place that he has prepared for them. Secured, honorable and flourishing, satisfying for them. So the challenge to time might be discomforting. The challenge to time might be displeasing. You know, it might not even be very okay. You know, it's a, it may be a painful one. Undisputable. This might be the experience. But God is saying that to as many who can wait on him, he would help them so well that they will receive the reward for standing faithfully in God. And how this will happen, start from the topic of today. You will wait and you will trust. Even when you don't see it yet, you keep believing and hoping that faithful is he that has promised. He will surely bring it to pass. We'll come to the end of our lesson today. And I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. But before I say bye to everyone, I'm praying wholeheartedly that the Lord, which is in intervention, in mercy, will arise to us many waiting on the Lord. He will renew their strength and he will grant grace to everyone. In the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. Bye, everyone.